Thanks for joining us today. I'm your host, Amanda, and today starts our summer replay. One of my favorite and most helpful episodes was when I was able to chat with Ashley Evans from the website Dash of Evans all about grocery shopping on a budget. So I wanted to bring that back to you all today. I know um, if you're like me, you're I, I'm always watching my budget and my spend, but now more than ever, I think we're we're keeping a close eye. Um, so thought it would be a good time to revisit that episode. Before we jump in, remember to join us in the Healthy Family Project Facebook group. We continue conversations from the podcast there and also ask um, or also talk about many topics that are relevant to families. Our fruits and veggies and giving back t-shirts are for sale. You may have seen us uh, wearing those on our social media feed. They're super cute shirts, uh, really soft and lovely. We get a lot of compliments on them. And the great thing is 100% of the proceeds are going to Feeding America's COVID-19 response fund. So we are able to donate that funding or donate those funds and get it back to the people who need it most uh, pretty quickly. They make a great gift. And of course, it's a, always a good thing when you can give back by making a purchase. So our website at produceforkids.com might look a little different to you these days. And we are really excited about the, the difference. Um, so we hope that you are enjoying the new usability. You can easily browse our more than 500 registered dietitian approved recipe ideas, or you can find what you need on our blog. And please do let us know what you think about the website, whether it be in the Facebook group or, or reaching out to us through our social outlets. Uh, we are really hoping that, you know, we have hit the mark uh, where we need to be for all of you. All right, well, let's get in to our first summer replay. Welcome to the Healthy Family Project, Ashley. Before we dive in, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your blog, Dash of Evans? Hello, I'm so excited about this. Uh, so I have been blogging at Dash of Evans since 2015. And uh, since I have four kids, I just feel like I'm always in the kitchen cooking. But I thought like there was so many times where people would say, oh, wait, um, how do you do that? Or So I like to do a lot of easy meals for busy families and pretty much everything you can find easily at the grocery store. There's You're not going to find any weird ingredients, but I do like to use things in different ways. So I like to be a little bit creative about it also. So it's kind of fun. Wonderful. And Produce for Kids and Ashley have been partnering for several years now, which has, has been awesome. We love all of your recipes and all of your support. So um, good stuff. So, okay. So four little ones. All right. Wow. Um, yes. <laughs> so I know you you have some good tips on how to feed your family on a budget. So what are some of your best money saving tips? Um, I am a huge, I, I just love to meal plan. So I, I'm always, and we don't have to always stick to it, but what I like to do is we have this board on our fridge and I put, you know, 14 meals on there on sticky notes. So that way they can move around and everything. But I feel like having that plan and knowing what I need to buy really, really helps a lot. Um, and also just shopping at Aldi or places where you don't have to think about using coupons or discounts at all. I feel like that really helps also. Because um, shopping with kids, especially, is just—I feel like I get so stressed out trying to figure out. Okay, how much can I save on this? What am I looking for? You know, and if I don't have to do that, it saves so much time, and I feel like money too sometimes. 
I agree. Uh, I feel like the, I mean, we talk about meal planning a lot on the podcast and I think people shy away from it because it seems, you know, can seems like it can be overwhelming, but there are so yes. many just easy ways to do it. And in the long run, you're saving yourself stress and feeling overwhelmed because you took the time to meal plan. Yeah, I really agree with that. And then also, I feel you also have to kind of have like days like kids twice. So I mean, sometimes they're going to have, you know, chicken nuggets or mac and cheese. That's mm-hmm. fine. And we have something called yo-yo. It's usually on um, usually Sundays. And it's you're on your own. Oh, so I love it. Like, That's a great yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. So then you can kind of clear out the fridge if you need to leftovers or just make something if they want breakfast or dinner, you know, just kind of obviously the kids might need a little bit of help. But for the most part, I'm not cooking too much. So it's a that way I can kind of meal prep on Sundays and then not have to deal with thinking about dinner also. Right. No, that's a great, that's a great idea. And I know food waste is a hot topic right now. And so I think, um, you know, being able to utilize all those things by having a day of the week like that, where it's you're on your own and you kind of clear things out and, um, you know, reduce the food waste and also save money because you're using all of your food and it's not going bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I also love freezing things too. I feel like that saves some money too. Just if I see something on sale and I can freeze it easily. And sometimes even if I make some, a big batch of rice, I'll freeze half of it. So if I see something that might not be used, at least I can figure out a different way to use it somehow, which helps. Right. So many smart shoppers swear by setting and sticking to a budget for their shopping haul. So for someone looking to create a grocery budget for their family, is there a formula for figuring it out? Or do you have tips to finding the right amount for your family? Uh, there really isn't a formula. And I feel like all families are a little bit different. But I do think that it can be kind of, you can play around with it a little bit. So I tried to have a really, really low budget where we were like $5 a day and that just wasn't working for us because we, we don't really go out to eat that much. So since we're having pretty much breakfast, lunch and dinner, um, at, well, the kids take their lunch, but still, you know, I'm still making it. Um, I felt like we needed more like around $15 a day, which is still only like it's $105 a week. Uh, sometimes we'll go over that. Sometimes we'll spend less just depending on if we need to stock up on a protein or something. Um, but I just feel like maybe playing around with it and being flexible um, and just kind of seeing if there's any areas that you can cut out without, um, you know, easily, uh, you know, cause sometimes when you're like going out to Starbucks and stuff a lot, that adds up. Mm-hmm. So I think making sure you're about, if there's little areas that you can cut out, it helps keep it lower. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I like putting a cost to it too, you know, to kind of like keep in mind. And I think just really being aware, like at the end of your week, what is still left? Like, what haven't you used? And what, you know, like you said, what can you cut out? So I think sometimes, maybe just in life in general, we're so busy and moving so quickly, we're just not aware of those things. So it just taking a couple minutes to look and say, wow, all of these you know, whatever they might be, what all oh, bananas, all these bananas went, were rotten this week. Like maybe yes. I should not buy 20 bananas next week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just finding what you're actually going to use and what you can use in multiple ways. And it's, it does take a little bit, but I feel like once you f- figure it out, then it's easy to stick to. So if, I feel like if you're feeling like you can't stick to your budget, if there's not enough money or there's usually there's not too much money, but you know, if there's not enough money, maybe just fluctuate a, a little bit, but it doesn't have to be a huge jump. Um, maybe going from like $10 to $15 uh, a day kind of will help a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we're kind of the same. We don't, 
you know, it's it's just as a family to go out for dinner, no matter where you go, you know, the cost is 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 tough. <laughs> it really is. You know? yeah, even, yeah, even fast food, I feel like it can get really expensive, too. It can, it's, yeah. It's easy to want to go to fast food, but then it's like, is it really worth it in the long run? I know, I know. And so I think looking at you know, okay, so I didn't eat out and then looking at that cost and kind of comparing because I know we're our family, we easily go out just to a neighborhood restaurant and it's coming like $80, you know, like, yeah, it's just insanity. Yeah. And then yeah, I feel like food is getting so much more expensive anyway, going out to eat, but then it's just the little things add up so quickly. And you don't even think about it. And usually when you go out to eat, you're starving. So you're like, Oh, yeah, let's get an appetizer. Let's get all this stuff. And yeah, it just adds up so quickly. Right. Well, so it is so hard to pass up a good sale at the grocery store. I have this problem, um, especially on fresh items like produce or meat. Um, you know, I'm just always guilty of grabbing an extra bagged salad or apples when they're on sale. Then they get lost in the fridge and they're no longer fresh. Um, any tips on how parents can use up these items or store them for later so we're not wasting money or letting food go bad? Yeah, um, that. Goes back to the freezer for sure. Um, I like to say, especially with the salad mixes, I love to buy them on sale. And then I'm like, oh, wait, we have a whole thing of spinach back here I didn't see. So I like to saute it up and then I'll throw it in the freezer and then I can throw it into a pasta sauce or something like that. Um, I just always make sure I label it though because sometimes I'm like, hey, is this spinach or kale or what is this? You know, mm-hmm. um, that's my life. <laughs> I, yes. I have good intentions. And then yes. uh, a month later, I'm like, what is this mango or is it? soup yeah, <laughs> exactly you never know what it is yeah yeah so i've been trying to get better about labeling also um what else you don't even have to saute the spinach you can just freeze it and then throw it in smoothies and everything um and with apples i've been grating them into stuff oh, a lot so. okay so that's when kind of like put them in pancakes or because sometimes when they get kind of funky you can still grate them and throw them in pancakes or even in like a, a potato hash they're really good in um, I like cabbage and apples mixed together. Uh, so I just try to like think about, okay, what can I put this in? Or we like to grate zucchini a lot too. So we'll put that in pasta sauces. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, also I do a vinegar rinse, which really helps keep things a little bit longer. Oh, okay. Especially now that like berries and everything are popular. I mm-hmm. like to do, um, it's like a big bowl, bowl of water and about, I'd say three, two or three tablespoons of just white vinegar. And you just put it in there and then you throw your berries in there. And what it does is it kills all your mold spores. And so they last so much longer. And plus they really clean, it cleans the berries. You'll see on the bottom, there'll be like a a film of everything that was on your berries. And that'll make them last almost a week, which is insane to me. Because sometimes you buy them and the next day you're like, wait, why is this moldy already? So once you do the vinegar rinse, which normally you don't wash your produce beforehand, but it really helps with berries. That's a really great tip. I know, you know, that's ongoing conversation and there's lots of things out there like more expensive, like vegetable washes and and things like that. So I think the vinegar tip is good because I'm telling you, if I have one moldy berry in the bunch, it's like a day and they're all yes, they're all done for so sad yeah or it'll be like hidden in the middle you're like wait a minute how did I not you know like yeah yes (laughs) especially in the summer yeah that's true they're hidden in the middle um yeah no that's a really good tip so have you found that doing the vinegar rinse even when freezing like is a good idea too if you're gonna or if you're gonna freeze your berries or your zucchini or whatever just put it straight into the freezer 
Yeah, I feel like it helps. Uh, sometimes I'll just fill up my whole sink too, and then I'll add more like a half a cup of vinegar, and mm-hmm. just kind of washing everything. It just it's crazy how much comes out out of the uh, like just even some like the waxy finishes and stuff. It really helps clear all that up. And the kids love to help, so sometimes I'll if I get five things of strawberries, we'll just do a bunch, and then I'll cut up some for us to eat during the week, and then we'll freeze the rest. And so it's kind of something that the kids like to help out with, which is nice too, because it's kind of fun. You know, they can play in the water, but it's helping out too. (laughs) Okay, now it's time for a short break, a healthy bite today with our friends at Del Fresco Pure. Grace has just arrived, which always makes me very happy because she usually has a delicious snack. So today we've got these really tasty hummus and veggie cucumber boats made with Del Fresco Pure Mini Crunchers Cucumbers. Grab, rinse, and eat orange tomatoes and sweet rainbow peppers. So easy to assemble and pack with nutrients. That sounds amazing and also looks amazing. Um, I'm excited to dig in. All right, let me let me take a taste here. The signature crunch. Mm-hmm. I got the signature crunch. Oh my gosh, so fresh. I can totally see these being a great summer snack. Yes, these would be perfect for a quick afternoon snack or to pack in a picnic basket, and they're very kid-friendly. What's nice is that these cucumbers, tomatoes, and peppers are greenhouse-grown, making them available year-round. Okay, so now we hear greenhouse-grown. Can you tell us what that actually means? So Del Fresco Pier actually specializes in hydroponic farming. It's an innovative form of agriculture that involves using a soilless medium. This allows them to have more control over their crops and produce higher yields compared to traditional farming. Basically, they can control the environment, meaning they can grow for longer periods of time and ensure their products are available year-round. I love it. We're getting a little science lesson in the midst of our snacking today. I love it. Kids will love to know this fun fact, too, when they are making these. Yes, and this recipe is very easy, so everyone can get involved in making these. Well, you know I love all hands-on-deck recipes, so thanks for bringing these by today. And of course, we'll link up to the full recipe in the show notes, and you can find out more about Del Fresco and their awesome greenhouse-grown veggies and fruits at delfrescopure.com. Okay, so something I've been doing more of lately is grocery pickup. Um... <clears throat> I don't I haven't really gone down the path of ordering like a delivery um, myself. I know a lot of people that do it. I just haven't I haven't taken the plunge yet. So with more grocery stores offering pickup or delivery options, um, I've really found that the times that I've done the grocery pickup, it keeps me on a budget because I know my personality and when I'm in the store and picking up extra things or if my <laughs> kids are with me, forget it because, it's hard for me to, um, especially if it's a something. It's a healthy item that you know, like my older daughter is really into kombucha right now, and so it tends to be a little pricier sometimes. Yes. And so when she's asking me for things that are all in that healthy category, it's hard for me to say no, I'm not going to get that for you because I know it's a healthy choice. Um, so, okay, so I'm long, yeah. long-winded here. But what are your <laughs> thoughts on these services? Some have fees, uh, but they could save you money in the long run. Run. What are you thinking? Uh, at first, I was kind of like, well, it's a little bit more expensive, but I am all for it. I, Especially after I had my son. Um, he's uh, 20 months now, but when, when I was – end of my pregnancy and just after I had him, I just did not have time to even think about grocery shopping. So it was so nice to go online. We had the delivery one uh, we used shipped Mm -hmm. and it was just amazing. And they always have deals. And so you can always save on the yearly membership. I I think we spent like, I think it was 49 for the year. 
And as long as you spend 35 or more, there's no delivery fee. So really it was, it wasn't that bad of a deal. And I don't use it all the time, but for busy weeks and everything, I just, it's so nice to be able to have everything that I love saved, just click quickly, fill out the cart or fill up the cart. And then it's delivered when I need it. It's, it's so nice. But also I do like the pickup too. So I kind of go back and forth. Yeah, Um, maybe I might have to try it out. I've, I've liked the pickup and I'm I was in shock at the um money that I did save. Yeah, um, with the pickup yeah. because I I knew that I would grab things in the store but I don't think I realized just how much I did grab in the store until I did the grocery pickup and and I checked out and thought that's that's not my normal grocery bill. Like I have to be forgetting something. There has to be something missing here. And it's, yeah, it's it's so nice. It's kind of like, yeah, I did spend a little bit more on that, but it was worth it because I didn't spend an extra 15 here, you know? Right. And plus if you have your kids in the car, you can just pull up and open up your trunk. It's just, it's so nice. And now Target has it. I mean, it's just, I know. And Aldi has a delivery now too. Oh, I didn't even know that. I don't know. I'm getting one in my, my neighborhood. We have, we have many grocery stores. Um, in a small um, area in my, here in Orlando, uh, especially in the, where I live, it's a it's a growing community. So I think everyone's just kind of moving in, moving in, and giving us all the options. But um, yeah, we're getting an Aldi, and we have other other options too. But I might have to. Oh, you're gonna love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I we have a couple here in Orlando that I that I run into when I'm going to different places. But having one close by will be will be nice. Yeah, they're so handy to have. Yeah. Well, awesome. Now, before I guess before we close out, do you have any last tips for families who are looking to shop or stay on their grocery budget for the week? Um, I will say I still I use coupons. As much as I say, oh, well, you don't need them as much, I still use them, and I feel like they are so good to have on hand. I feel like they've come a long way that there's coupons for healthier items now. And so it's kind of nice to have them um, so do you just cl- in case. Do you clip, yeah. like, do you print coupons or do you do the digital? Uh, I So I usually shop at Meijer, so they do have a digital coupon um, app that we use. But I, I get the Sunday paper still, so I just get one or two per week and then kind of see what coupons I find there. And sometimes I'll print them if I see a good one, but I pretty much have gotten off that whole boat, but between the digital ones and getting money back from Ibotta, um, which is another great app where you just scan your your receipt. Um, there's definitely ways that you can uh, save a little bit more money. I'm not a huge couponer like I used to be, but there there are some really good ones available still. Yeah, that's a good point. I think we're kind of in a, a weird zone with coupons, like the yeah. printing and the couponers that used to go in with their big books of, you know, stacks and stacks of coupons and the store ends up you know, being like giving them money. <laughs> yes, yeah. Back, I, yeah. I swear I've been in a grocery line and have seen that happen years ago. Um, yeah. But I feel like there's some easy apps and a lot of grocery stores have their digital coupons that you can. And like you said, a, a lot of companies, a lot of companies we work with, produce companies, the health conscious brands are utilizing coupons where um, before I think a lot of coupons weren't in that category. Yeah. And that's why I think the LFP were like, well, I don't need them because I like to shop healthier. And then there are still quite a few, mm-hmm. especially Earthbound Farms. They have a lot of coupons. Stonyfield offers some. There's definitely a lot of brands. And yeah. also on the bottom of the Driscoll's Berries, 
they have a little code that you scan and then you can get coupons using that. Oh, wow. That's a great tip. Yeah. So you just take a quick survey and then the more surveys you take, the higher up your coupon gets. So by the end of the summer, we usually have a dollar off each package of berries, which is almost free sometimes. Yeah. Well, and I can say I, I use Ibotta and, um, my older daughter, she just turned 13 and she really likes, you know, cause they're, they're just so tech, technologically yeah. savvy. And so I'll have her go through Ibotta and I'll say, go, all right, go to produce. What's on this week? You know, and she loves it. She's going to the grocery store with me on our drive. She'll look through Ibotta and add, you know, add all the things. So it's kind of been a good, um, you know, something for her to do where she's familiar in that space, but she's also um, contributing and I'm able to save, you know, a little bit here and there and it adds up. It really does. Yeah. Yeah, we like to save those just and let it add up. And then you can use it for like Southwest gift cards. You can use it for going out to eat. There's just so many things that you can cash in your Ibotta for. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely, I know we've talked about a lot of different things today. Um, so we'll link up, um, you know, we'll have links in the show notes uh, for everybody to go over there. So don't worry. Um, if you didn't get to write everything down while you're listening or yes. don't worry about going back um, to try to, try to take notes so we'll have all of those links and then um well i will thank ashley for joining us today on the healthy family project um so before we close out could you tell our listeners where they can connect direct with you i'm on instagram and facebook at dash of evans um e-v-a-n-s a A lot of people think i'm saying ovens but (laughs) dash of evans uh and on twitter i'm not really on there too much um it's a dash of evans uh i do like to cook a lot on instagram though so if you watch instagram stories i usually do a what's for dinner or something like that and people seem to really respond to that and it's nice because it's just quick and easy nothing you don't have to spend too much time watching it so there's always ideas on there awesome well thank you again for joining us and we hope to have you back soon Yes, thank you so much for having me. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's summer replay. Thank you, everyone, for continuing to join us in our Healthy Family Project mission to create a healthier generation. If you like the Healthy Family Project, which I hope you do, please tell a friend and leave us a rating. It will only help our visibility so we can continue to share information with all of you. Don't forget about the Healthy Family Project Facebook group. Join us there today. We love to keep this conversation going. If you want to tweet direct with me, I'm at Amanda M. Kiefer on Twitter, and you can find Produce for Kids on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. (laughs) 